This portion of the Cliff Notes podcast is brought to you by Tolly and Associates, Barnes Roofing, Adams Bar and Grill, Dave and Jen Schobrell, Robin Stacy Astuter, Patrick Lyle, Little Caesars of St. Joseph, The High Ho Bar and Grill, Weaver Overhead Door, Scott Hudson, Reese Nichols Eyed Capital Realty, Chad and K. Lewis, Mill Javik Electric, Aaron and Josh Perry, Lightstar Financials, Janelle Glidewell, JC's Hardwood Floors, Ingalls Plumbing and Excavating, LLC, Musser Construction, The Hicks and Klein Funeral Home, LLC, KT Logistics, and Cutting Edge Commercial Cleaning. Thank you guys so much for your support and contribution to the podcast. Now here's tonight's episode. And ladies and gentlemen, welcome everybody to another edition of the Post-it Notes here on the Clip Notes Podcast. I'm your host, Clifton Grooms. It is Wednesday night, January the 11th. We are here once again. Um, second time in three nights, we get to have my very special guest at this time. He is the social media representation for the Grand River Conference. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Mr. Jeremy Benson. How you doing, Clifton? Doing good, doing good. On our way back from Fairfax, um, a great night of action tonight. Um, we're going to start by talking about the um, the St. Joe Christian Girls versus um, Nottaway Valley. Seems like, you know, there's there's three guarantees in life, Jeremy. There's death, there's taxes, and there's Nottaway Valley versus St. Joe Christian Girls. So, potentially the second of maybe potentially four meetings, guaranteed three. So... So again, you know, St. Joe Christian owns a little bit of a winning streak over Nottaway Valley that I think it's eclipsed over 20 games. So 70 to 55 was the final score tonight. Um, Jeremy, I'll just offer up your thoughts and your breakdown of the game. Uh, yeah, it was. Um, it, it was a. I would say a, a strange game. Uh, Coach Patrick even told me he said this is a strange game right in the middle of it. Uh, but uh, St. Joe Christian got out to a uh, lead 17 to five after one after the first quarter. It looked like they might run away with it. Nottaway Valley came back and took a one point halftime lead. It was back and forth in the in the third quarter, uh, and then St. Joe Christian pulled away, got the 15 point victory uh, in the game. It was um, it was a game where I would say probably a trish a game of attrition for St. Joe Christian. They got into a lot of foul trouble. Um, they Ella Bowman fouled out. Uh, Maddie Blevins, uh, the the other big girl for St. Joe Christian, had four fouls. Uh, it was a very physical game. Both teams are good defensive teams, but uh, you know in the second half, uh, St. Joe Christian was able to start putting some points on the board and start pulling away. Uh, but it, it was definitely a physical game. Uh, Ava Graham ended up fouling out for for Nottaway Valley. I think that really uh, was one of the keys uh, for St. Joe Christian to start pulling away. Uh, both of them were missing a starter. Uh, you know, for St. Joe Christian, um, you know they already had one starter out with uh, with Alexa McDaniel, who's out for the season. But uh, they have a, another starter, Maya Fruithall, who was who was out tonight, and then Savannah Marriott was out for Nottaway Valley. So both of them were a starter down. Uh, so from, from that standpoint, you know, it really was not any advantage from, from the teams that they will have the rest of the season. Um, and, and so they both had to go and play with who they had. I, I thought that, um, you know, they, they, the, the reserves that came in did well for St. Joe Christian. Taylor Palmer, who is 
uh, you know, who's really not had a lot of playing time this year, started in place of Maya, and she had a couple of key baskets. She had a couple of key rebounds and defensive plays and, and really probably played her best game of the year. Uh, so I thought it was a really good game for St. Joe Christian, especially fighting through a lot of foul trouble and, and a lot of attrition in, in that game to pull out a win. As you mentioned, the winning streak, uh, you know, this is only Nottaway Valley's second year in the co-op, uh, West Nottaway with Nottaway Holt. Uh, but before that, you know, with West Nottaway, uh, St. Joe Christian and, 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 and West Nottaway slash Nottaway Valley, uh, inter- interestingly, they're not in the same conference, um, but they have had kind of a little rivalry, um, if you could call that. You know, they play, uh, they usually play three times a year every year. And, uh, but St. Joe Christian has actually owned them. Uh, they've won 21 straight uh, over West Nottaway slash Nottaway Valley combined between, between uh, basically West Nottaway in, in, in the uh, combined series. But there have been a lot of close games uh, in this series. Uh, and West, uh, West Nottaway slash Nottaway Valley now just hasn't been able to get over the hump. And you just wonder, is it just something, is there something with Nottaway Valley where they just, you know, wonder when they get into these close games where they're just feeling like, you know, is, is they just say, here we come again, here we are again, just not able to get past St. Joe Christian. I think eventually it's going to happen. Uh, they're a good team. They've got a lot of good young players, but West St. Joe Christian just happens to have Nottaway Valley's number right now. Um, as Clifton said, they will play again late in the season. I think it's the last weekend of the regular season. And then there's a good chance that they're going to match up in districts again. Most likely, St. Joe Christian is going to get the two-seed in district, and Nottaway Valley is going to get the three-seed in district based on what, what I've seen in the matchup so far. Uh, so, uh, you know, there's a good chance that these two are going to match up again in districts. Well, absolutely there. And uh, St. Joe Christian was led a couple double-digit scores for uh, St. Joe Christian tonight. Chloe Burnham. Uh, of course, she's been tremendous all year long, leading the team with 24 points. Tonight, uh, Danica Wattenberger had 10 on the evening. We did have an opportunity to catch up with Chloe after tonight's game to offer up her thoughts on tonight's victory. Ladies and gentlemen, we're here on the Cliff Notes Podcast live here in Fairfax, Missouri for the Fairfax Invitational where the St. Joseph Christian girls are now on to the championship round as they defeat Nottaway Valley tonight. We are here with Lions junior Chloe Burnham. Um, Chloe, just um, just your thoughts on your team's performance tonight. I thought we had amazing teamwork tonight, and we really uh, persevered to that in poise, and God really just helped us get through that one. Well, Nottaway Valley, um, you, you know, they were able to adjust a little bit in the second quarter. You were up on them in the first quarter, and then they were they started to make a run back into it in the second quarter. What was the um, what was what was the what, were, what do you think were some of their adjustments that they made? What, what kind of contributed to that? I think we were forcing a lot there in the second half, and we gave uh, number ten a lot of open shots, and she's really good. So they just uh, moved off of ten, and she knocked some stuff down. And this leads into my next question. What do you think was some of the biggest difference for you guys? Because you guys were able to kind of get up on them in the third and especially there in the fourth. What changed for you guys? Um, I think we just uh, we realized we just need to move the ball and uh, we just need to relax during the game and make them play defense. Just talk about your game tonight. Just an all-around good game, you know, scoring basketball, um, dishing it out, rebounding the basketball. Just talk about just your all-around game tonight. 
Um, I wasn't doing very good in the first half, so I knew I just needed to calm down. I had Ella and Maddie get me some good rebounds to get me some layups to get me some confidence, and that was nice. I know you were out for a few games there, but just how good does it feel just to get back out there now? Amazing. It's so hard being out, and I'm just happy I'm back. <laughs> Chloe, congratulations on the win. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Thank you for all the support, and good luck to you guys in the championship. Thank you. Alrighty, thank you so much, Chloe, once again for coming on the podcast. Uh, thank you um, to you and your parents for all your support. Nottoway Valley was led in scoring tonight by Cindy Marriott. The other Marriott sister, uh, as Jeremy mentioned, of Savannah was out of the lineup tonight. Sydney did carry the um, Nottoway Valley scoring with 16 points. Ava Graham had 12 on the evening for the Thunder. So um, let's talk about the boys' game now. Um, this was probably a little bit more of the closer game, the, the more exciting game. Um, you know, St. Joe Christian coming up 67-66, to 66, defeating East Atchison, and um, didn't have the lead until maybe about four seconds left. Um, Johnston Stewart hits a two-point basket with about four seconds left. Um, that would win the game for St. Joe Christian. Jeremy, just um, offer up your thoughts on the game and just offer up your thoughts on that shot. Um, I mean, they, they just hit big shot after big shot in this game. They, they went 12 for 13 for the line, and, and their miss was their first free throw shot of the game, um, which, which is pretty great because, I mean, they, they're about a 55% free throw shooting team, so hitting 12 of 13 was really, really great for St. Christian tonight. Um, they, they just hit big shot after big shot, and really in that fourth quarter, um, it just seemed like both teams were going back and forth hitting big shots. Um, but St. Joe Christian, as you said, that was their first lead of the game. And they just seemed that every time East Atchison would hit a shot, they would just come back and hit another one. But really what what, what really impressed me is that uh, East Atchison got out to a 17-3 lead in this game. It looked early like, um, like East Atchison was just going to uh, run away with this game. And, and St. Joe Christian uh, weathered that storm. You know, they started uh, coming back. Uh, they... they got back to within six in the second quarter. East Atchison uh, pushed out the lead to eight at halftime. Um, and then uh, St. Joe Christian started started getting closer. Uh, I can't remember the, the end of the uh, third quarter score, but I know they started getting closer. Uh, but you, they, they ended up tying it at 40 at one point. Uh, and then East Atchison uh, started pulling away. I know they got a five-point lead. Uh, and then St. Joe Christian started pushing back. And then I know they tied it at 65. Uh, was was the next time they scored. Uh, East Atchison hit a free throw to go up 66-65 uh, after St. Joe Christian fouled them. Uh, and then St. Joe Christian came down and hit that uh, game-winning shot uh, that uh, Johnson Stewart hit go up 67-66. East Atchison had one final shot from almost half court. Uh, it didn't go down, and then St. Joe Christian won. Um, as I said, St. Joe Christian got down 17-3, a 14-point deficit. It is the... Um, I know at least the fourth time I probably I could probably go back and look at the look at the results this year, but I know it's at least the fourth time this year they've got they've had a double digit deficit and have come back and won. Uh, at least the third time they've gotten down by at least 14 points and come back and won. So it's one of the things that you know if you're a St. Joe Christian fan, it's probably not the preferred way to uh, win games. Uh, but it's a team that never gives up. They never stop fighting. They're a young team. They they are 
they really just keep uh, pressing and pressing, and and you never know, you never think they're out of this game. E- even the game they had the other night against Fall City, when they got down by uh, you know almost 30 points and cut it to 14 in the game, you can see they're fighting them, uh, and you knew they were just going to fight in this game, whether they were going to win it or not. You know that was still up in the air, but you knew they were going to fight back, and, and and it was a really uh, big game for them. They, they're still in the fifth place game, and we'll go over those uh, go over those uh, scenarios in a little bit because of uh, in their pool every team finished one and one, and the point differential didn't end up well for them. But it, this is a big game for districts because East Dash is in their district, and and they already lost their first two head to heads <laughs> that they had uh, with Nottaway Valley and the Blonde, and they they have North Andrew and Albany coming up, so they're going to be playing all the other five teams head to head in their district. And um, a loss here would have put them 0-3 against those other five. And so this is a big game for district seeding uh, tonight. And so it, so while they're still going to be in the fifth-place game in the tournament, it was a huge win for them in, uh, for districts. Absolutely. And we had the opportunity to catch up with uh, St. Joe Christian coach Neil Hook. Um, Neil Hook, not only a, the head coach of St. Joe Christian, but a good friend of mine as well. We go back a long way during um, our time together at Central. I was on um, this, the basketball staff there for a couple of years. I'm helping him out with film and stuff like that. So um, here's um, here's head coach Neil Hook. We talk about John Stewart's shot and everything else for tonight's game against East Atchison. Ladies and gentlemen, we are continuing our coverage of the Fairfax Tournament here on the Cliff Notes Podcast. Last game of the evening as the St. Joe Christian boys defeated East Atchison in a thriller tonight, 67-66 with the final score. We are here with Lions boys coach Neil Hook. Coach, first of all, I'm Johnston Stewart. Um, Big-time shot there to win the game. Just your thoughts on that shot. Oh, it's a smart play. You know, we're down one. you got to be able to take it to the basket and possibly draw the foul or, or finish the shot like he did. And... Uh, uh, fortunately, tonight it went in. You know, what's, what, what was the message to your guys? Obviously, it was a real close game, obviously, throughout yeah. the fourth quarter. Obviously, you know, picked up a foul there with, a, with about 21 seconds there. What was the message to your guys to try to stay in this? Don't give up, you know. Continue to be aggressive and, and uh, attack the paint because that's, that's where we were uh, being able to generate some shots for us on the perimeter so we can get the ball to paint, get the defense to collapse down, and then we were able to kick it out for some shots. And, and our guards did a nice job of doing that. 17-5, to 5, you were down there in the first quarter. Um, just talk about what flipped the switch for you guys for the rest of the game. Oh, that's just our style. You know, when we come out, the shot wasn't falling for us. And, uh, uh, you know, it just got a little cold coming out. And we were able to battle through that. And like I said, we just we just can't have that uh, give-up attitude. We continue to fight through uh, that adversity at the beginning. And, and as you can see, uh, you know, the game's 32 minutes, so we were able to play the full 32. Well, Coach, you talked about shots not falling tonight. Obviously, the biggest shot of the game fell for you guys tonight. Congratulations on a big win tonight. Thank you so much for joining me. Thank you for everything throughout the years, yeah. Coach. Yeah. And um, look forward to um, Good luck to you guys um, later, th- later this week at Fairfax. All right. Thank you, Clifton. Appreciate all your, t- all your time. All righty. St. Joe Christian was led in scoring by Nick Orshelin's 19 points. Cy Carlson added 15. And then Hayden Riley added 12 on the night for St. Joe Christian. As you mentioned just a few minutes ago, Jeremy, um, we do have our um, our place games already set here. We'll go over the um, the girls' resu- the girls um, place games first. Um, how do those shake up? 
so uh, tomorrow night at 6 o'clock, it will be South Holt and Rockport for the fifth place game. Uh, and then um, they have a little bit different how they do the championship game. Uh, so the uh, third place game is actually going to be Saturday night for the uh, for the girls. That will be at 6 o'clock on uh, Saturday night. Uh, and that is going to be Falls City versus Nottoway Valley. And then uh, the uh, championship game is going to be Friday night uh, at 7.30. And that is going to be St. Joe Christian versus East Atchison. All righty, let's go. Uh, you mentioned um, earlier St. Joe Christian versus South Holt. The boys... Oh, what are the third place in the championship game set for Fairfax? So, so tomorrow night is St. Joe Christian South Holt at 7.30 for the fifth place game. Uh, and then the uh, third place game is going to be at 6 o'clock on Friday. That will be Falls City versus Nottoway Valley. And then the championship game is going to be... Uh, actually, I had the time wrong on that. The, the uh, championship games are in the afternoon. So uh, 2.30 is the uh, championship game for the... Um, for the boys, that will be East Atchison and uh, Rockport, a, uh, a, a very big rivalry from the old Rockport Tarkio days. Uh, girls' third place game is at 1 o'clock that day, so I had the wrong time on that. But the uh, boys' championship game, that is a bit of rivalry. I've been to, some, I've been to several East Atchison-Rockport uh, games at the Fairfax tournament. Uh, that place will be absolutely packed for that championship game. Uh, it will be loud. It, it will just be uh, an exciting environment for, for the championship game of the Fairfax tournament when those two meet. Okay, so let's go into the scoreboard real quick. And um, well, let's go ahead and let's run down those scores from tonight. And um, the, the scores for the other scores from the Fairfax tournament tonight include. East Atchison girls did defeat Fall City 32 to 31, and then the other boys game that we didn't recap, Rockport defeated Nottoway Valley 67 to 56, to set up those championship third and fifth place games. Other scores tonight in the Carney Bulldog Classic, the Benton Cardinal girls will move on to the championship game. They defeated Carney 53 to 24. They will face off with Liberty North. Friday night at 6.30. And the Lafayette girls defeated North in Kansas City, 56-38. They will match up with Park Hill. And the fifth in the consolation game, that is also set for 6.30. I believe the Lafayette game is going to be in the middle school gym. The Benton game is going to be in the high school gym. So that will be the matchups there for Carney. Lawson tournament tonight. Let's go over the girls' scores. These are all consolation bracket games. Richmond over Penny, 46-44, and Gallatin over Trenton, 55-39. Boys' consolation bracket includes Lawson over Trenton, 60-47, Cameron over Penny, 63-42. Bill Burns' classic scores. Let's go on Facebook and let's grab those because those are actually on my Facebook page. Let's see. Lathrop girls defeated Van Horn, 56-34. Lathrop boys defeated University Academy, 59 to 52. Stanberry tournament tonight. Girls consolation. North Nottaway 48. Albany 30. Stanberry defeated Worth County 31 to 22. Boys consolation. Worth County 36. North Nottaway 34. King City defeated Stanberry 56 to 49. Wildcard invitational taking place in both Osborne and Stewartsville. Uh, girls scores, including the Savannah JV over Stewartsville, Osborne. 52 to 42. North Pike punches their ticket to the Wildcard Invitational Championship game. 65 to 26. They will meet Polo 
who defeated Winston tonight 54 to 10. Pattonsburg also won the consolation bracket game. That was 50 54 48, I think. Yes. Yeah, 54 48. That was the score in that one. So let's go over the boys' scores now. In the championship bracket, it will be North Platte punching their ticket. They defeated Stewartsville Osborne 62 to 56. They will face off with Pattonsburg, who defeated Polo in a GRC matchup, not in league play, but in tournament play, 69 to 60. Consolation bracket games, including Union Star, all over to Cap tonight, 70 to 31, and then Winston over the Mid Buchanan JV, 57 to 35. Um, here's the schedule for Thursday night. Non-tournament action includes Platte County at the Central Girls at 7 o'clock. Maryville Girls will take on St. Pius X at 7.30 in an MEC conference game. Benton Cardinal Classic at Benton tonight, at tomorrow night, including Savannah versus Hogan Prep at 4.30, Central versus Van Horde at 6 o'clock, and then rounding out the, the, the Turk Classic will be Benton versus Winnetonka at 7.30. One game in the Cardi Bulldog Classic on the boys' side, Lafayette versus Smithville at 8 o'clock. Winner of that game will be matched up with the winner of Kearney in Platte County Friday night at 8 p.m. As we just mentioned earlier, the Fairfax Tournament Consolation Bracket on the girls' side. Rockport versus South Hold at 6 o'clock. Boys Consolation, St. Joe Christian versus South Hold at 7.30. Lawson Tournament Winners Bracket, girls. Chillicothe versus West Platte at 6. Lawson versus Cameron at 6.45. On the boys' side, this should be pretty interesting. Gallatin versus Chillicothe in a GRC MEC crossover matchup. Winner of that game will go to the championship game and will face the winner of Richmond and West Platte. Bill Burns Classic one game going down there in Lathrop, Mid Buchanan Girls versus Savannah at 5 o'clock and then rounding out the Thursday schedule will be the Savannah, uh, the Stanbury Invitational. Both winner's brackets games, all four winner's brackets games will be going on. Girls side Mound City versus King City at 4.30 Platte Valley versus North Andrew at 7.30 and then on the boys' side, Mound City versus North Andrew at 6 o'clock. Platte Valley versus Albany at 9 o'clock. MIAA action tomorrow night, including how about Northwest versus Central Oklahoma. On the men's side, number 5 versus number 8. The number 5-ranked Bearcats going to Edmond, Oklahoma to take on the number 8 Broncos. That should be a ESPN College Game Day level matchup there for Division II MIAA basketball top 10 matchup in the country there in Edmond. That will take place at 7.30. Girls will be right before that at 5.30. The Missouri Western women will be looking to carry over their six-game winning streak to carry that over to seven as they are on the road in Wichita to take on Newman. Women are at 5.30. Missouri Western men coming off their win against Fort Hay State on Tuesday will face off with the Jets. That will take place at 7.30. That will do it for tonight's show. I want to thank my guest standing over here, the sitting over here in the driver's seat Mr. Jeremy Benson of the Grand River Conference for allowing me to take part in some Fairfax tournament action over the last couple of days. Um, Jeremy, um, thank you so much for coming on, man. Well, thank you, Clifton. Absolutely. We will continue our coverage of the Cliff Notes podcast tomorrow night at the Benton Cardinal Classic. We will have photos and coverage from all three games there at the Benton Cardinal Classic. Friday night, we will be at the Carney Tournament for either we're going to be there for the girls' championship game. Depending on what Lafayette does tomorrow night, we will be there for either a boys' third-place game or a boys' championship game. Saturday, 
little bit of double duty action for me as we are going to be spending part of the day at the Benton Cardinal Classic. Uh, we got a big matchup, city matchup at 2.30. Benton versus Central Boys. Cardinals will be looking to avenge that November 22nd loss at Central. That will be a good way to get some fans into the gate. That's going to be a packed house there at Springer Gymnasium on Saturday. That's where we will be. And then I will be making the trip to Lawson for some Lawson tournament action. I think it's 4 o'clock and 5.30, I believe, for the championship games there at Lawson on Saturday. Uh, don't don't quote me on that. I hope I'm right on those. So I'll, fi- I'll have to figure that out, obviously, by Saturday. But I think it's 4 o'clock and 5.30 for that one there. So we'll find out those matchups after tomorrow night. So that will do it for tonight's edition of the Post-it Notes. I want to thank um, Chloe Burnham and Coach Neil Hook from St. Joe Christian for making their appearances on the show. I also want to thank the um, the, the team over at Fairfax um, for their hospitality tonight and their hospitality room all week. Um, thank you guys so much for that. I want to thank um, Mr. Grand River Conference, Jeremy Benson, for uh, him driving me to and from Fairfax on Monday and Wednesday. And then we will be back with you tomorrow night for another edition of the Post-it Notes. Enjoy the rest of your Wednesday evening.